Um, no, I have no idea what that is. You never saw Jonathan Taylor Thomas's I'll Be Home for Christmas? Um, believe it or not, no. Did you see any Jonathan Taylor Thomas movies? The only Jonathan Taylor Thomas media I'm aware of are one, Home Improvement, and two, uh, the episodes of Smallville (laughs) where he plays a boy who can grow clones out of his spine. He was a heartthrob in the 90s. He was in the first Richie Rich movie. Hmm. He was Simba as a baby. Or was he in the second one? Mouse Hunt, the greatest Nathan Lane movie. Those Other are, than his cameo in Austin Powers 3. Those are ones I'm giving to my siblings for uh, Christmas. But I got a Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> <laughs> the movie button. A mag. Oh, no. Yeah. So, pretty stoked about that. All the kids at your school are going to think you're the coolest guy around. If they don't already. They all are just obsessed with Jimmy Neutron these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are deep factions within the school. Between Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron and Carl Planet and Sheen. Sheen. <laughs> It's splintered. Some kids are just Planet Sheen fans. I can't explain it. Literally, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if they can. (laughs) It's just they're just Sheeners through and through. Something comes over them, and they're just animals. But not Ultra Lord, (laughs) because that is not in Planet Sheen. (laughs) It would make too much sense. It would it would make the character seem consistent. <laughs> and that's only a bad thing. The creators realized Sheen was um annoying and they just they pinpointed that the only annoying thing about him was his ultra lord obsession. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, and so they kicked that out. <laughs> he's normal, relatable, enjoyable. Mm-hmm. A great Hispanic or Latino representative for the community. (laughs) People loved him. And that's why during this month, Mexican American Heritage (laughs) Month, we're proud to say that We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet is sponsored by Sheen Estevez. Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, the game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen. Uh... I'm your co-host, Wes. And this is your other scatting co-host. Sheen, covered in scat, Estevez, Ethan. Okay. Is Ethan the nickname? Ethan is the nickname. (laughs) It's the honorary title that I've earned with my years of experience on the show. Well, what have I earned? A whole bunch of dog shit, buddy. Sure ain't. Work harder. Sure ain't making money. <laughs> sure ain't. Uh... Is this really how you'd like to spend your time and make money? I like if... would love to, eight years from now, retire from teaching. <laughs> get that pension. <laughs> and then... Just coast for the rest of my life on this podcast. That's that's not what I'm saying. What I'm asking you is, would you be willing, if this had like traction, to quit your job and turn this show into the hustle that is your nine to five? Yeah. Because, as I've said many times, this podcast is my passion. <laughs> um, I spend copious amounts of time during the day just thinking about ways that this podcast can be improved how we can catch more listeners um Mm -hmm. making your quizzes before 
we record an episode. Yeah, just enjoying the content of our mm-hmm. podcast. Really just like yeah. sinking my teeth into each movie and finding something to love about it. That reminds me, when did you write your post-quiz bonus questions for this episode? When I wrote the other quiz. When I wrote the yeah, quiz. Yeah, it's just easier to do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into it. <laughs> this is our life. This is our love. This is We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. And the movie you quizzed me on last week was Planet of the Apes 2001. A movie that took me two tries to complete. I wish it was like full title Planet of the Apes 2001, like Blues Brothers 2000. Yeah. (laughs) Well, then it would make you think that maybe they're doing like a little crossover with 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah. Nope. First thing that took me out of that movie was that it takes place in like 2065. Yeah. It's coming up. (laughs) It's coming up. A lot of questions. (laughs) Why would the writer of this movie choose to set it within the same century? We can pick that apart (laughs) in our second question. But the first one was, why haven't you seen it? What do you know about it? Uh, You said the, oh, you know what I didn't do? I didn't score this quiz. I'm going to be scoring it live. That's fine. Hey, live scores are more engaging for the audience. True. What I know that people who listen to podcasts love is listen numbers. (laughs) Five. 73. <laughs> Watch Mojo. Seven. Uh, you said that the color palette of this movie is messed up. Um, <laughs> and that it reminded you of Dark Crystal. Don't know where that came from, but it was on FX all the time and Fox. So I'll give you the half point for that. And you said it's Planet of the Apes, but wackier. Um... Now we have to talk about what constitutes wacky. That's wacky. That's wacky. This one definitely goes for edge and grit over whack, I think. It's Batman Returns meets Planet of the Apes. Yeah, but only the parts of Batman Returns that sucked, like the political quote-unquote intrigue. And Batman struggling to drive down the street. <laughs> They're so narrow. Please give him a break. He's like in the we back alleys covered... of Paris before there was like <laughs> automobiles. Yeah. This is the time when we were still throwing our sewage into the street for the <laughs> shit shoveler to come and get on a Thursday. We've covered... I think that Tim Burton may be our most covered director on this show so far. Yeah, probably. We could I think we could consider ourselves the foremost experts in Tim Burton's direction. Of all the people uh, who have been on this podcast, you and I are definitely the the biggest Burton heads. <laughs> yeah, we we love Tim Burton. We wouldn't have covered his movies so much. If we didn't love everything that he's put out. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure one one or both of us have hated every Tim Burton movie we brought up on this show. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you the half point. I wouldn't say it's whack here. Uh, Just just, uh, my note on Dark Crystal. The reason why is there's that one character in Dark Crystal whose face is kind of ape-like. Reminds me a lot of Helena Bonham oh. Carter's character's mask sure. in, in yeah. this movie. I think it that Dark Crystal character looks m- more closer to Monkey Boy and Jumanji. <laughs> yes, it is much more similar to Monkey Boy and Jumanji. <laughs> the most uncomfortable scene of all time being when his tail Ripping his pants yeah. open. <laughs> you and I thought of the exact same thing. There's no context clues until it happens. You see a boy crying, and then a woman walks up to him and rips his pants open. No, it's Robin Williams. Robin Williams rips his pants open? Oh. What a storied career. Why is Monkey so smart? 
You said evolved after humans died. I mean, we're not given a lot to work with here. <laughs> I think we are meant to surmise that they just evolved naturally. And I think the worst part about it is, is that planet Earth? <laughs> that was the problem I was having for most of the movie. Because <laughs> like there, at one point, my brain just switched and I was like, in the original Planet of the Apes, it's not really a big reveal that it's Earth because there's like sprinkles of clues throughout mm-hmm. it. There's nothing in this movie <laughs> to make you conclude that this is Earth and not just an Earth-like planet. Yeah. Monkeys just got into a war with humans here because there are no other animals. Well, I think... It's just apes and humans and horses. So the... I, we're kind of spoiling a later question, but they Mark Wahlberg goes after Monkey, who goes whose Monkey went into an time electromagnetic portal. storm that also had time, some sort of time dilation <laughs> properties. Mark Wahlberg goes in, and then he goes back or maybe forward through time <laughs> not clear <laughs> but it's not the same time monkey lands <laughs> no because pericles lands after the entire movie you're led to believe pericles was somehow the progenitor of ape culture but then we find out it's a monkey we didn't talk about <laughs> in the early part of the movie named Simos. <laughs> A monkey we never see and are just told much later was very aggressive. So I think... Okay, no, I do think it was in the future because I think we're supposed to believe that the ship that they both took off from crashed after being overrun by the apes that were on board. Okay. And that crashed on the planet. Maybe it was Earth. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But the apes that were on board, left on board the ship, were the progenitors of the yes. apes we then later see. Which that I can buy. The sheer number of humans in this movie <laughs> baffles baffled me. The size of the cast is unruly in, in, in <laughs> both directions, humans and yeah. apes. But we you have another question yeah. about that. Sorry. Just regarding the question, how do the apes get smart? They were chimps for scientific testing. And Tim Burton says that intelligence is genetic. That's. Yeah. And they got smarter over time. That's 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 what we were told. Evolution. I'll give you the point. <laughs> What's in the forbidden zone? You said remnants of human society. Not really. What's in the in forbidden a way, zone? In a way, it is the only remnant of human society that the movie gives us, which is the crash-landed spaceship. I was looking for a uh, most boring war scene. <laughs> oh, man. It was so boring. <laughs> you feel no stakes whatsoever. Yeah. I didn't care about anyone they started giving that boy character lines uh-huh. and i was like i do not care if this <laughs> child lives or dies he is very annoying uh ethan you said what is general Th-? you said for what general Thade wants is to he wants to build a new human colony could not want that less <laughs> i think tim roth monkey <laughs> Wanted a human genocide, I think. Is that, does that make sense? <laughs> I think it's so. It's not clear. <laughs> I think by the end of it, he just wants to just eradicate all humans and to just take full control of ape society. Yeah, don't dig any deeper beyond that because I don't think there are any goals or intentions <laughs> beyond that layer. We get his chief desire through a character we'll explore later on in the quiz. <laughs> Uh, 
what iconic statue did this movie end on? Less iconic statue. <laughs> the General Thade Memorial. <laughs> it's on our, all of our pennies. Yes, the Lincoln Memorial. But monkey? <laughs> but monkey? Uh-oh. So where So many police officers and reporters show up. Yeah. Instantly. Who reported it? <laughs> so quickly. It's so fast. <laughs> and the I think what makes this ending I mean there's a lot of things that make this ending less effective. <laughs> But the idea that ape society progresses into a exact lookalike of the United States, <laughs> but they With revere... presumably the exact same history. Yeah. But the one difference being that General Thade was a general from back in like medieval ape history... Mm-hmm. Instead of Abraham this is the dark Lincoln, ages. like <laughs> being from yeah, it it leads a lot of just timeline questions. Really, I was reading reviews where some people were like, "I wish we could have gotten a sequel just so we could know what the fuck Tim Burton was trying to say with this last right. scene." And honestly, it kind of like I get that, but really, it's just like he came up with. Like, when he was thinking of Planet of the Apes, the first thing he clearly thought of was the shock ending. Mm -hmm. He's like, we need to come up with another shock ending. And he's like, what's another statue we can use? Any, think of any statue. And he pulled out all the change in his pocket. (laughs) And he went, that one. And yeah, he's like, all we have to do is make sure. So we make it monkey and we get Mark Wahlberg to scream <laughs> at it. That's where yep. we end. <laughs> It'll be exactly like the original. Yeah, so no, not Christ the Redeemer. <laughs> but how much cooler would that have been? <laughs> it would have been cooler. Let's not make this movie America centric. Let's have him land in Rio de Janeiro. All right, multiple choice. You said what was different about humans in this one compared to the original was that they've all gone extinct. I wish. <laughs> Me too. I truly wish I truly wish that had been the case. It would have been, I think, more interesting. When I wrote this question, I'm like, you know what? It would have been more interesting for the apes to be like, this is the missing link between... Yeah. Yeah, to treat... And then, like, have but that would require this movie to take any pop, stance yeah. on religion or <laughs> science at all. Yeah. Instead, Ethan, do you know what the correct answer was? Uh, yeah, they can fucking talk. <laughs> and let me tell you, the this was on my uh, first watch of the movie. I started this movie at like ten thirty at night on Friday. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I saw that part and I heard a human start talking, and I was like, this. Sucks. <laughs> and then I fell asleep. <laughs> it makes the power dynamic between apes and humans a lot more murky. <laughs> yeah. Like, clearly this movie is trying to go for a slavery metaphor. Yeah. Always a bad idea when... <laughs> It's the question is what if white people were slaves yeah, to apes? Yeah, uh, it's not good. They start talking and it's like, okay, clearly they have some autonomy, and then we see a human child in a cage as a pet for a monkey child, and you're like, <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, how it's clear that there's still some humans. That live apart from the apes. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they have their own society at this point? There's no diminished intelligence. Like, I'll I'll give it to this movie. They establish that the apes have become smarter than humans in a very tell-don't-show kind of way. But for that to happen, it has to take place over the course of, like, 
hundreds of thousands of years. We're told that the timescale of this movie of the apes becoming like the primary species is like maybe 120 to 200 years at most. Yeah. It <laughs> Again, this movie tried to set its distant spacefaring future 60 years <laughs> from when it was made. This person has as strong of a concept of time as I do. Uh, and so, yeah, you got that wrong. Uh, you got right that this main character is uh, Mark Wahlberg. Anything to say about Marky Mark? Uh, he's not good. If you gave me the script of this movie and asked me to do a Mark Wahlberg impression, I think I could have gotten his delivery line for line for the entire movie. Yeah. It's about... He has the, he's got that big impassioned monologue at the end, and I was playing the specific cadence of his voice, nailing it before he said those words. It's about as Mark Wahlberg as Mark Wahlberg gets. It's, <laughs> it's the first Mark Wahlberg movie I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not. And I insist it should have been the other guys. No. It would make you forgive his hate crimes. <laughs> oh. The other guys in the movie so good. Uh, how do the humans travel through time? Weird electromagnetic storm. You got that one right. The Kessel Run. <laughs> what is something the apes do in this movie? Your guess was have implied sex with humans. <laughs> Okay, they don't, but... <laughs> the apes fuck. <laughs> the, apes, the apes fuck. It really seems like <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter Monkey wants to fuck Mark Wahlberg. Yes. It really seems that way. Yeah, it is... I mean, that's what you get when you have... <laughs> She's like an a human advocate... Still, just like the, just like Zira in the first movie. Mm -hmm. But when you make the humans as intelligent <laughs> as the yeah. apes. And I think the worst part about her co character compared to Zira, not a scientist. Yeah. Just a rich girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rich, privileged girl. It really feels disturbingly fetishistic. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't like it. Correct answer was uh, they just fly in the air now. <laughs> they can soar through the air, the apes. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they have kung fu high wire action. All of them. I will not, I'll never forget the war scene at the end when apes are just flying in the air <laughs> at each other. Do we have time to talk about the final interaction between... Oh, God, I don't even remember what their fucking <laughs> characters' names are. Uh-oh. Might, you might uh, run into trouble with the bonus question. <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan monkey and, <laughs> and Shang Tsung monkey. <laughs> you can talk about him. Okay. So you, you've seen my review on, uh -huh. uh, on Letterboxd. Yeah. The, the guy who I was mentioning, uh, Carrie... Uh, Oh, fuck, I forgot him. Kari Hiroyuki... Uh, I can't remember his last name, and that's going to kill me. Anyway, that man I know from growing up because he was in Johnny Tsunami, and he played Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> uh, as an adult, I learned that he played Shang Tsung. He is a martial artist. They pull this man up on a high wire <laughs> to have a confrontation with another guy who I'm pretty sure has some martial arts background. Yeah. And they just have him... <laughs> each other to death. Uh -huh. And it looks like shit. <laughs> it looks so bad. They put so much time and money into the costumes this time around. Yeah. But it looks absolutely ridiculous whenever they have to do any form of action sequence. Mm-hmm. 
terrible. It's just bad. It's just so bad. All right. What is uh, Kalima? Kalima? I don't know how they pronounced it. I think they pronounced it Kalima, and it stands for Caution Live Animals. Yeah. You got this one right. How and did, I gave you how a bonus How did the question. dust fall in that way? Yeah. Sorry, bonus point. I gave you a bonus point because you, I think, correctly guessed that I was just over. Uh, yeah, because you gave uh, the last answer, it's not explained, yeah. which is just a thing that we both now do if we can't be bothered to think of a fourth <laughs> answer for multiple choice. True or false, this movie has erased all religious overtones of the original. <laughs> you said True. I almost thought that would be false once they started talking about Simos, and then we learned that Simos was just the first monkey. So that's not religion; that's uh, historical fascism. Yep. <laughs> you said it was false that Charlton Heston's in this movie. <laughs> if He's I had uncredited. not looked at the credits, <laughs> if I hadn't looked at the credits, I wouldn't have known. Oh, I thought he was uncredited. Uh, I looked the at the credits. On Letterboxd, oh, so okay. where he is, he plays uh, he plays Tim Roth Monkey's dad. Yeah, who dies? Yeah, and his name is Zayus. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Not mentioned in the movie that his name is Zayus. What a terrible callback. <laughs> Does not function in a similar role. Is not even an orangutan. No. Barely does anything. I always get him mixed up with uh, the Helen Bottom Carter's character's father. Yeah. I get them mixed up. They look kind of alike. They do. Um, but he also gives uh, General Thade his objective of the movie when <laughs> he tells him, hey, break that uh, jar of yeah. sand. <laughs> It's a gun. Finds the human gun. NRA agenda added again. Yep. <laughs> Zayas had that gun. <laughs> Ready for the human uprising. Thade, the castle doctrine holds in ape society. <laughs> uh, someone says, never sent a monkey to do a man's job. You said true. It is true, yep. and it is bad it's Mark Wahlberg when he goes after his monkey friend which he does instantly without question fly into unknown space <laughs> by himself with no communication full well could die over one chimp which they should have sent out a drone first yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> instead what, yeah, say, what oh, is an can't... ape going to do in that situation? <laughs> Die? <laughs> and, then and then they're like, we can't waste another chip. Why'd you send out the first <laughs> one to begin with? And the best one? <laughs> uh, someone says, take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Uh, that is false. This movie thought it would be really cool <laughs> if they inverted all of the first movie's <laughs> big quotes and gave them to the apes instead. Yeah. So uh, I think it's the Michael Clark Duncan ape who says, get your filthy paws off me, you damn dirty human. Yeah. It's really cool. It's so I rolled my eyes. <laughs> Uh, there's a team of 12 humans who land on the planet <laughs> of the apes this time. You said true. <laughs> no, it is false. <laughs> but we do have a cast of about a dozen. <laughs> we do have a cast of about a dozen <laughs> characters. It's half humans. <laughs> it's half humans, half apes. One All being, boring. Uh, what's his name? Severus Snape. What? Alan Rickman? Yeah, isn't Alan Rickman the, like, the eunuch one? N- n- what? There's a eunuch one? Yeah, the bald one. Or am I just making that up because he looks like the eunuch in Game of Thrones? <laughs> I think you might be making that up. Alan Rickman's not in this movie. I did not catch his name in the credits. Because the opening credits for this movie are very long. 
made myself a hot dog to eat. For keeping track of what I said earlier, uh, yes, I did eat a hot dog at 10.30 at night. Oh, it was... And then fall asleep. It was Eric Avari. <laughs> I don't know who that is. He's, from, he's in The Mummy. Uh, oh, Benny? Yeah. I always get him and Alec Rickman mixed up. Could not tell you that that guy was in the movie. There are, again, too no, many characters. Benny. He's Dr. Terrence Bay. <laughs> Oh, the brother guy? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't even know how many lines that guy had. He's in Paul Blart Mall Cop. Which we're gonna cover. Uh yeah, he's done a lot of Star Trek. There are too many people in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, uh this movie came out mere weeks after nine eleven. <laughs> No, I looked it up. It came out a couple weeks. It came out a couple months before. Yeah. Yep. Just imagine, though. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the edit that this movie would have had to have to come out afterwards. No spaceship crash. Change that. All right, Ethan. Describe the screen grab. Uh, so that is pretty early in the movie. Where oh god they're doing a they're doing a field slave house slave metaphor uh-huh. <laughs> it's really bad um where <laughs> I think Helena Bottom Carter is trying to argue that humans have souls and General Thade peels open Mark Wahlberg's mouth and he goes I don't see a soul in there do you. <laughs> Fundamentally misunderstanding what a soul is. <laughs> there has been... There's no ape religious doctrine to say that the soul resides within the throat. Perhaps if there had been, I would have liked that scene more. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a weird scene. Whoa. So when I searched Alan Rickman and Planet of the Apes, there was a connection, though. Tim Roth hmm. was originally supposed to play Severus Snape. I can see that. But he turned it down for Planet of the Apes. Oh, man. <laughs> what a missed opportunity. What a career fumble. What an absolute career fumble. <laughs> He could have gone on to be in one of the most financially <laughs> successful movie series of all time. Instead, in the most forgotten Planet of the Apes movie. But if he saw the script, he was probably like, oh, this has sequel fodder in it. Or like his agent might have thought that. Yeah, or just thought so because, you know, the original Planet of the Apes just spawned like sequel after right. sequel. Yeah. Which were so good, so high quality. Um, All right. So you said that this just had more bad coloring. So yeah, I'll give you a point for that. Uh, monkey prying mouth open, looking for a gold tooth. Monkey want shiny tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly wish he ripped his tooth out of his mouth. You did identify that this is medieval times. So I'll give you a point for that. Cool. And you said this is the end of the first act. I would say the end of the first act is when Mark Wahlberg discovers the apes. Breaks out. Discovers the apes. Yeah, that makes sense. This is like the beginning of the second act. Or like rolling into it, I think. I don't know, man. I watched this so late. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but before you reveal your closely held feelings about this movie, (laughs) the bonus questions. What is Crawl's backstory? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Okay, yeah, I remember now. This is the uh, this is this is the this is the Shang Tsung guy. So his backstory is that he was the best soldier in the ape army. He had trained Michael Clark Duncan's character Atar, <laughs> but uh, left the military to become uh, basically just a guard. For this rich girl after he saw Thade's corruption. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, he was technically a general, so no points. <laughs> I'll give you the point. Um, I think it's just insane that isn't Crawl killed by Atar? Yeah, it just—he's just beaten to death. <laughs> he's just fumbled like this, unceremoniously. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nobody gives a shit. Like it just happens. I saw him getting punched, and I was like, "There's no way he's coming back from this." And this sucks. <laughs> Okay, this one you might be able to get from uh, the first, without needing any multiple choice. Okay. What is the name of Mark's chimpanzee? Pericles. All right, I'll give you two points. He's my favorite character in the movie. The other options were Ari, Simos, and Limbo. Uh, Ari is Helen and Bottom Carter's character. Simos is the unpictured <laughs> violent ape, and Limbo is um, uh, Paul Giamatti's character. <laughs> How great was Paul Giamatti's slaver character? <laughs> Basically, not in the movie. <laughs> I always get him mixed up with the orangutan who has that weird near sex yeah. scene. Yeah. Which is a great scene. The only good one in the movie. <laughs> no, I disagree. There are two good scenes in this movie. You think that it's corny, but I think that Pericles giving a thumbs up after lifting his shade advisor is one of the best things I've ever seen in a movie. Okay, it, it's pretty good. Because, like, I'm sitting there going, this war sucks. And then the spaceship starts to land, and I go, oh, fuck yeah. It's Pericles from the beginning of the movie. And you see a little chimp body sitting in a spacesuit, and they're trying to make it a mystery as to who it is. Right. <laughs> the visor comes up, and it's just a smiling chimp face, and he hits you with the <laughs> thumbs up, and completely destroying the tone of the scene. It is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it has to be the one scene in this movie Tim Burton did not direct. <laughs> I it shot so differently than the rest of the movie too. It's actually brightly lit uh, as well. It's just completely yeah differentiated. I love it. True or false? I Charlton Heston plays Ari's dying father. False, he plays Thade's dying father. And then he just dies. <laughs> Once he, he... I think he apparently didn't want to come back. I also think he was in failing health as well, which is why he's just... That was actually the moment that he died. They <laughs> captured it on camera. It's like, sure, whatever. Put that ape makeup on me. He delivered his final line and keeled over right there on stage, dying exactly how he lived in service of Planet of the Apes. All right, Ethan, would you watch this movie again? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. It's so boring. <laughs> Other than like a couple of highlights, this movie <laughs> spits on the legacy <laughs> of the Planet of the Apes original movie. Um, it Honestly, it seems to hate the original <laughs> movie. <laughs> um, every performance in it is bad. Weirdly, at the end of the day, it feels like military propaganda. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, all the performances suck. <laughs> Some of the worst performances I've seen out of any of the actors <laughs> in this movie. The lore is not thought through. There is none. <laughs> the, there is none. The martial arts scenes are shot like shit and the choreography is worse. The main villain of this movie is defeated by being put in a timeout. Like, <laughs> and then he gets sad and he hides under a table. <laughs> uh, it's, it's bad. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm good. Like, I wanted to watch this movie with you. It just didn't work out with our schedules. This movie yeah. is an awful movie to watch alone. <laughs> it is a fun movie to make fun of, especially if you're watching with other Planet of the Ape fans. A <laughs> couple of ape heads. 
Like, I showed, when Takara and Rigoletto wanted to watch these movies, we, I showed Takara the, the new three, and then Rigoletto joined us to watch the original Planet of the Apes movies. And then I was like, we gotta end it on 2001 <laughs> Planet of the Apes. <laughs> it is truly wild how many movies are part of this IP. Yeah, look, there's... And that more are coming. There's five in the original. This one. There's, yeah, so six, nine. Three. <laughs> there's going to be a tenth and one. A tenth is coming. And there was two Planet of the Apes TV series in the 70s. This is <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. This is Star Wars now. But the like the most non-toxic fandom, I would have to say. Yeah, because the only the first one is good. And then you get six movies that suck. Well, I wouldn't say the from what the, you've told they, me. They get they go the second one sucks. Third one <laughs> is fine. Final two are not good, but they're almost fine. <laughs> Yeah, and then this one sucks, and then the next three are good. And then the next one's going to suck. <laughs> He's You heard it here, folks. Because <laughs> the main character is going to be a woman. <laughs> Planet of the Apes is a series about men. <laughs> Figuring things out. <laughs> All right, before I reveal your score, Ethan, is this better than is it better than the original? Is it better than the original? Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> no, no, only thing better Absolutely is the makeup. Not. The make, I honestly, the makeup in this movie is really commendable. It's very good. It almost makes the argument that they should have continued with the makeup and the the last three. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. It was it was really good. It, like the makeup team on this movie deserves an award, a pat on the back. Everyone else completely <laughs> fucked up. Well, yeah, this movie. Yeah, everyone fucked up on this movie. Um, <laughs> but you didn't fuck up. You scored fourteen and a half points. Holy <laughs> shit! That's. That's good. You are now nearly tied with me. I have 36 and a half points. You have 36 points. It is anyone's game. (laughs) It really is. And then in terms of predictions, I think I don't need that much more. What's what's next for me? Oh, God damn (laughs) You need to score six on Lego Movie 2 and then six on Andrew's Movie uh, the main problem is I, I thought that I was done now, mm-hmm. but I still have the Lego Movie too, oh. and we're starting October, so whatever. This is your best season, it's, though, scoring-wise, uh, in a long time. It is. It is. Am I having the least fun with the movies in a while? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, our audience listenership is up, so... <laughs> That's all that matters, baby. <laughs> All that matters is that I'm learning that the audience likes to see me suffer. <laughs> rock the house. <laughs> it's rock the house. Maybe it was rock the house that drew the audience away. Wait, new catchphrase <laughs> dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into this new catchphrase. <laughs> Bring back why. I'm tired of rock the house. All right. Oh, Ethan needs to <laughs> cool down for Planet of the Apes 2001. Too much, too much monkey, too much monkey, <laughs> too much sexual tension. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, great scene! Um, I did the monkey sex scene things just <laughs> just for the listeners because yeah. we don't have a video version of this podcast, but it's coming soon. <laughs> we have a TV deal coming. Um, all right. We'll be back uh, for me to be quizzed on Kung Fu Panda 2, a movie I feel like I have to have seen. (laughs) Well, we'll see. This this show isn't just for movies that we haven't seen. It's for movies we don't really remember. (laughs) 
And we're back. Let me pull this up. This movie back in the zeitgeist for you. Leading man Jack Black. I feel like I have seen this movie. I'm sure you've seen the first one. I have. If we find out, if we find out that you have seen this movie, we'll cut the entire episode. <laughs> no, but people need Planet of Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. If you're listening to this episode, it's because Wes cried and gave me $50 to leave the episode <laughs> up. Uh, all righty. So, most importantly, I know you're not sure, but why haven't you seen this movie? <laughs> and if you have, let me know what happens in it. Okay. I've seen the first Kung Fu Panda movie. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was, it wasn't like the most amazing thing, but it was a good, uh, DreamWorks movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd come out like when I was in middle school. So it was like when I was. I was over it. I was over everything. Mm. You were too cool for any animated movie because you're not a child. Right. Um, but as for... I, I feel like I've seen one of the sequels. There's three, right? Uh, there are three. And there's a fourth a one TV in the A TV show and a fourth one is coming. Because there was a guy that I used to be friends with in high school, my freshman year, when I was still trying to figure out my social life. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, not a great person. But I was friends with him at the time. <laughs> he was obsessed with Kung Fu Panda for some okay. weird reason. Um, okay. And I think I might have seen it. At his house, my mm-hmm. freshman year. But it's obviously a repressed memory, so we're doing this movie to dredge those up. Yeah. What do I think happens? I don't think this is the one where Poe is looking for family, other pandas. Maybe that's even the fourth one. I don't know. I think in this one, he's trying to figure out the source of his powers. I think they're going full Frozen 2. <laughs> and I do have a question. When's the last time you watched Kung Fu Panda 1? Well, he it's been probably since it came out or roughly around then. But okay. he has okay. like that, like, kapow. No, not kachow, but like the... I have it later in the quiz. The flick. He does the flick, doesn't he? Oh, that's the wooshy finger yeah, hold. Wooshy finger hold. You know this hold? I literally just watched both of those movies, so don't at me for knowing <laughs> the quotes identically, audience. I feel like the whole point of our show is that the one person's supposed to be better versed. In these <laughs> I don't know why you're feeling. That's all true, of a sudden, and I do watch these movies a lot, so <laughs> you're just very insecure about the fact that you watch Kung Fu Panda. Uh, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Which is weird, because I'm the one who's supposed to be, uh, really defensive about stuff that he likes. (laughs) Alright, um, trying to figure out the source of his powers. Got it. That's fine. That's fine by me. It's not right, but it's fine. (laughs) Next open-ended question. Wes, remind me who played the Furious Five in the original movie? Like, actors? Oh, yeah, the actors. If you don't remember, you can list the Furious Five. Just say how many you remember and how many you think came back. So are the Furious Five, they're the ones who are also at the dojo, right? Correct. These are the characters that Poe idolized. Samuel L. Jackson plays one. Jackie Chan plays another, I'm pretty sure. Okay. If you're struggling, I can give you the animals, and you can just guess from there. I don't think that would help. <laughs> uh, well, so I'd like, I'm gonna, I'd like to I'm hear who you would throw out some names. How about Joan? Joan Cusack? No, who's the comedian who passed away? Like Joan yeah, Rivers. Joan River is <laughs> a very distinct voice. Um. 
I could see her being in this film <laughs> universe, though. Joan Rivers, I'll say... Uh... Dennis Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> I will always struggle to think of his real name. And uh, Chris Farley, they used all of his Shrek voice. <laughs> okay, and then which of them came back? I think they all came back. Okay. Whether or not your actor found, choices are correct. They found more Chris Farley audio. <laughs> and more Joan Rivers audio. No, she wasn't dead by the time Kung Fu Panda came out. Kung Fu Panda 2. Maybe. Probably not. Uh, open-ended question number three. How would you handcuff each of the Furious Five? Now I'll definitely tell you what animals they are, because you'll need to know. One's monkey. One's a bird. Mm-hmm. One is a snake. Yep. You're doing it. One is a boar. Okay. And one is a bug. Okay. Gotcha. How would you handcuff all of them? Monkey? Handcuffs. Bird. Handcuffs around feet. <laughs> Snake. Uh just take snake tied a knot. Okay. Boar. Uh spit. <laughs> and bug. Net. Alright. And the final open ended question. Why is Poe the only panda we have seen in this universe? We do talk about (laughs) (laughs) Because Kung Fu Panda 2 is in Japan. Pandas are in China. (laughs) (laughs) He's an invasive species. (laughs) I don't know. That's, That's honestly why... Why all these villains are after him? He's, <laughs> he's eating all the crops. It's like what you're supposed to do if you see an elder ash borer. <laughs> or honeysuckle. Yeah, rip him out. Kill it. Destroy it if you must. When are we going to do like a movie from the perspective of an invasive species? Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. Uh, moving on to multiple choice. Wesley, how many different art styles are used in this movie? One, two, three, or four? Mm, three. Okay. I just realized as well that you call me Wesley instead of Wes. Sometimes I, I go back and forth. If I'm being f- honestly, when you're on the quizzing side, <laughs> I call you Wesley. <laughs> Because I, I need to have my air of higher status. And then you call me when Wes I'm being when quizzed. you're being submissive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same as the bedroom. <laughs> Why are you talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> it comes up. <laughs> you're a real problem. You talk about what we're, we're covered on the pod while you're making mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. That's sweet, sweet love. I like fell asleep. <laughs> I thought you were just like, <laughs> love. <laughs> it's going to make it love feel nice. <laughs> uh, multiple choice number two. What happens when Poe sees the red eye symbol? This will probably tell you whether or not you have watched this movie. Uh, A, he is hypnotized by the enemy. B, he just asks if they need some eye drops. C, he touches the symbol and is catapulted. Or D, he has PTSD flashbacks to the moment his mom died. <laughs> PTSD flashbacks. Okay. Um, no. Is that your answer? Yeah, I am going to say that. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember any of this, so I probably haven't seen this movie. Okay. Cool. I do want to say, <laughs> though, look- that this 
movie franchise. I remember when I watched the first movie, mm-hmm. I just thought, man, I wish I was watching Jalen Showdown. <laughs> it did. The first movie, I think, feels that way a lot. Yeah. In that small review for Kung Fu Panda 1, I find it to be pretty derivative uh, and not of authentically Showdown. Chinese yeah. <laughs> of, of Shaolin Showdown and Jackie Chan Adventures. Orb of Tsunami. Bad day, bad day, bad day. <laughs> Fancy feet. Hot, sexy, Toru. teenage dragon son of the... <laughs> Shang. <laughs> oh, Shang. <laughs> you know who I'm talking um, about, the sexy teenager. Uh, we've talked about him on this podcast too many times. <laughs> but our listeners keep coming back for more. <laughs> All right. This week's screenshot is just a picture of his face. <laughs> I used to want to be him. <laughs> I was. <a> kid. <laughs> uh, uh, I just realized that I didn't get the screenshot that I needed for this movie, so I'm hoping that I can pull it up now. Uh, and I found it, so it'll be a little bit at the end of the movie while I uh, find it. So let me get through this ad and I'll get to the next question as well. A lot of YouTube ads are unskippable these days. That's why this episode is sponsored <laughs> by Booking.com. Are right, you fucking kidding? All right, Ethan, I'm going to send you the screen grab. <laughs> it's just a picture of the sexy son from... It is. Drago. <laughs> so edgy. Drago is so edgy. Okay. Uh, next multiple choice question. What issue does the one-eyed wolf have with his boss, Shen, declaring the year of the peacock? What problem does the wolf have with the declaration of the year of the peacock? A. Peacock's not on the Zodiac. B. It's the middle of the year. Doesn't he want a full year? C. The panda is still free. Or D. He could have sworn his boss was a rooster. Um, I'm going to say the Zodiac thing. Just because it is true. It's not, it's not Zodiac. Tell me more about the Chinese Zodiac. Well, Ethan, you don't it comes me to throw from... In a bonus question. All these animals did a race. <laughs> Kira wanted me to throw in a bonus question Wes, which animal are you on the Chinese Zodiac? I am from the year of the rat Mm -hmm. Just like my little brother My little brother Oh, he and I are close in age? Yeah, my brother's less than a year younger than me Uh, Multiple choice number four Which of these is not a fight sequence in this movie? A, a training sequence over food. B, a fight on the back of a rickshaw. C, two guys fighting to stay in prison. Or D, one guy against like a dozen cannons. So what was the question again? Which of these is not in the movie? Uh, the cannons. They don't got cannons. That's Europe. <laughs> Europe loves their cannons. <laughs> That's why they got so many of Nick Cannon's kids. Gotta collect them all. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that hang for so long as being a not funny joke. <laughs> Ethan just desperately trying to make a pop culture reference. Uh, and the final multiple choice question. How does the main antagonist of this movie die? A. He falls from a really tall building. B. He drowns. C. He accepts his death and is crushed by his own cannon. Or D. He is accidentally hanged and we see his shadow during a lightning storm. I'm going to go with hanged. I think this movie is going to be dark. Okay.
Okay, moving on to true or false. Number one, pandas invented fireworks. Uh, false. Manded. No humans in the first movie, but boy, are there a lot of them in this one. <laughs> They're like, whoa, this is weird talking animals. <laughs> it's just real Jack Black. <laughs> it's just really bad improv. <laughs> <laughs> All right, true or false number two. You did get most of the Furious Five right. You missed one. Tigress, oh, yeah. not a boar. Tigress still hates Poe. Ah, uh, true. Okay. Uh, true or false, number three, Poe achieves inner peace by eating a great meal. Uh, sure, yeah. Sounds about okay. right. True or false, number four, the crocodile played by Jean-Claude Van Damme will do an aerial split kick. Sure. Okay. You know who Jean-Claude Van Damme is, yeah. right? You know him from his hit Hulu show, Jean-Claude Van Johnson, where he clumpses himself. I haven't seen it. <laughs> True or false, number five, Poe will say his catchphrase, skadoosh, only once. No. <laughs> He's going to say it twice, at least. Okay. And the final true or false question, like Master Ugwe in the first movie... Master Shifu will also disappear into flowers and die at the end of this movie. <laughs> yes. Keep it coming. <laughs> One master per movie. <laughs> All right. Isn't it crazy how The Last Jedi <laughs> stole Luke's death from Kung Fu Panda 1? Yeah, pretty crazy. And Kung Fu Panda 2 and Kung Fu Panda 3. Pretty crazy that George Lucas got caught in a weird electromagnetic storm and got <laughs> sent into the future just to go backwards in time and steal Kung Fu Pandas. He's a, he's like a time thief. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to pull this up. Okay. I got it. Okay. Sending you the screenshot now. And I highly predict that you're going to talk about Draco. <laughs> Shut up. Just let the joke happen sometime. <laughs> All right. I had to blow this screen up because <laughs> it's pretty small. And it, okay. It's an aerial shot of the village that the temple's in. Uh, there appears to be a Chinese dragon. Uh, like parade mm -hmm. but the streets are completely abandoned so I'm guessing this is a fight where Poe is uh, disguised in the dragon costume I think I see the tiger or something running down the street there's two animals that are passed out on the street so I'm guessing they got beaten up someone's trying to kidnap Poe I don't know okay and then of course when does this take place in the movie uh, I'm gonna say this is the beginning of the second act Okie doke. That is all the questions that I have for this quiz. Before we move on, I need to ask you something. Uh, was Planet of the Apes 2001 not good, fine, or good? Not good. <laughs> uh, and who's the strongest character in <laughs> the 2001 Planet of the Apes movie whose ass you think it could kick? Bald guy who I thought was Alec Brickman. Hmm. Oh yeah, that now I remember who he is. Doesn't he look kind of like Alan Rickman? I get, uh, yeah, I get what you're going for with him. I fucking forgot he was in that movie because <laughs> he has like six lines. I think the strongest character that I could beat in a fight is Krull. <laughs> Seems pretty easy. 
and no one would care. <laughs> <laughs> no one would give a shit. No one would mourn him. Someone might join you, actually. <laughs> be pretty easy. So glad I wrote down all of those things to do before we wrapped up the show. You've been listening to the game show We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The current score is Ethan 36, Wes 36.5. You can find this week's movie on. Um, I think you can find it on Netflix. Let me see. Kung Fu Panda 2 Street. It is. I'm going to guess rent. Not on Netflix. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a rental. <laughs> pretty sure it's a rental now. This is. It's weird how hard it is to get a hold of this movie in the series i feel like i always see the first one somewhere and i always see the third one on some hmm. bad <laughs> streaming service um so yeah you're probably gonna have to rent this one sorry 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 listener uh you can follow us on twitter if we ain't seen it on twitter you can follow ethan at powerful goose on letterbox at egeese and you can follow me on either platform at baby westway and remember Wes is no longer friends with that guy who showed him Kung Fu Panda in high school. He did donate that on to one of my fundraisers for school. Very nice of him. <laughs> <So> should... <laughs> should I change the, the outquote? Very nice of him, but yeah. Not friends with him anymore. <laughs> I think he would agree <laughs> that we aren't friends. An acquaint is an acquaintance now, and there's nothing wrong with being acquaintances with someone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.